welcome to the stage, your host for the evening, it's Pappy! Oh! We were already here, guys! That's the big reveal. That was a good trick you played there. I am the M. Night Shyamalan of podcasts. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> shit, mate. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, the idea is that we're going to try and work out who's not going to do a household chore this week, and the household chore is ironing. I'm not going to um, do it. <laughs> read this. Just getting into character. Absolutely on, on message there, Clarky. Yeah, so this week it's all about doing the ironing. Let's do it. Tom, Ben! What is it, Matthew? Yeah, what is it, buddy? Well, <laughs> whoa! What's that voice you've adopted there, Ben, for the day? It's just my voice, man. Oh, it's a good voice, I enjoy it. The problem is, someone has to do the ironing this week. Whoa, it's not going to be me, mate. Oh, yeah? Why's that? Because I'm bored. <laughs> Yeah, that's they're bored. Yes, I get it. That's yeah, my yeah, opening right. joke. Yeah, I was. <laughs> suddenly have to do some. Or what I meant to say was, that's my opening joke. <laughs> well, there's no way to settle Ben's voice, but there's only one way to settle the ironing problem. We're going to have to have a flash Flatshare Slam Down, the panel show that says, Call me, call me by my name, call me by my number, put me through. I'll still be doing it the way I do it, and yet you try to make me forget who I really am. Don't tell me I know best, I'm not the same as all the rest. I am the one and only Nobody I'd rather be I am the one and only You can't take that away from me I'm the host of Landlord Matthew Crosby And while they're under my roof They'll be following my rules Let's meet the tenants Tom Parry and Benedict Clark Ho! Can I just... I think that was the best vocal performance I've turned in That sounded... Absolutely gorgeous, right? It was perfect. It was... I don't know if it's possible to be moved by your own singing, <laughs> but I really was. So, Tom, can you finish the podcast today by singing us out with that? I abs- I'll sing another one of Chesney Hawks's hits. Um, <laughs> so, Tom, why do you start crying when I ask you to iron? Well, Matthew, it's a terrible tale. The last time I tried to get all of the creases out of my shirt, I pressed it so hard with a piece of hot metal that um, it affected the number of electrons and the number of protons in the shirt so that all of the atoms had uh, a positive or a negative electronic charge. That's the last time I do the iron-ing. Iron, Uh, it's when I had to write it down. I was going to say, Protons and someone's definitely and been on Wikipedia. Someone ion. Is... ion. Flip that bit of paper over and explain oh. exactly what ions are, Tom. <laughs> uh, ben, what about you? Why are you unwilling to iron? Well, I've got one for you. It's really going to crease you up. Uh, <laughs> and, and then straighten you out again. Um, and by that, I mean, uh, that's the only laugh. This is going to get. Lovely stuff from Clark. Um, it's not bad. Bad stuff from It's not bad. <laughs> But, I mean, it's not 
strong. No, it's, it's not bad. It's not it's, ideal. It's not. But it's the best we've got, and we'll just work with what we've got, right? <laughs> so everyone knows that uh, ironing requires a team of at least two people. So Tom, who have you brought with you this week? Well, let me tell you something. Needs must. I run a jamboree, and the jamboree was in trouble, Matthew. Oh no. Yeah. Needed to have some refreshments. Was that, the, was that the only trouble you had at this yeah. jamboree? No refreshments. No refreshments. So I called up my good friend because everyone knows her milkshakes bring all the girls to the yard. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know the song, do you? <laughs> it's my wonderful friend, Tash Dimitri. Tash Dimitri. Tash, it's great to have you here. What kind of a flatmate are you? Are you a good flatmate? Brilliant. You're a bad flatmate? What makes you brilliant? It's not funny. Um, it's no, just, 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 I'm just, really just good. Just I, up, I take mate. on a lot of responsibilities of the day-to-day -day running of the flat. Oh, um, God. <laughs> I bet you're intolerable. <laughs> Way to support your teammate, Tom. <laughs> I put up with a lot. My flatmate loves to cook with oil. And, um... <laughs> what a maverick! <laughs> Crude oil. Oh. <laughs> Are you yeah. not a fan of oil, Tash? No, I'm a big fan of oil, but just not with like absolutely everything at all times of day. You don't want to wake up into like an oil field, which is what it is. <laughs> yeah, okay. Living in my flat. What's your favourite oil? <laughs> Extra virgin, the, the olive. Classic. The oil you get from an. That's a great oil. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible chat show. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Now, um, you're a good flatmate. Do you do the ironing? No, I don't do the ironing. I think it's a waste of time. It's a good call. And also, I'm a woman, and um, last time I checked, like we had the vote and stuff, so why would I get the iron out? Yeah. yeah. Too right. Put me in Deal my... with that. Put me in my place. Patriarchy. Yeah. I didn't realise I was a misogynist, but apparently I am. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to talk to the men over here, if that's all right. Uh, <laughs> Clarky, who have you brought with you this week? I have brought my weird uncle, Milton Jones! Milton Jones is here! Hi, kids. <laughs> what kind of a flatmate are you, Milton? Well, I love cooking with oil. <laughs> But sometimes I feel like I'm frittering my life away. <laughs> Be very careful, by the way. Oil puns don't play with this crowd. They're very much a water-based crowd, apparently. Fair enough. I should have flapped with two girls once uh, until they found out. <laughs> I'll take that. So we've met our contestants. We've met our contestants. But which one of them is going to be ironing my smalls? Which is what I call pretty much all my clothes. Um, <laughs> Let's play <laughs> round one. Pass the old Tom Ford, the ironing board, and get your William Her shirt. Find a skyrocket, the nearest plug socket, and stick it in the living room rag plug. Oh, you've got a damn freak in your John Hurt. Sure. It's time to straighten it out. So plug in the Jeremy irons, get a barrel and roll it out. Oh, any old iron, any old iron, any, any, any old iron. I'd like to tell you more, but Cockney rhyming slang's too tiring. Oh my God! I think the award for shortest ever jingle. That was incredible stuff. Well, our accents were starting to slip, so we thought we'd call it a day. No, those were perfect Australian accents. So, speaking of accents, round one is called Iron Lion Zion. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> it's 
named, uh, as you can imagine, after the classic reggae hit by Robert Marley, a.k.a. Bob, and the rules could not be simpler. Genuinely, we've made zero effort. So I'm going to give each one of our contestants a subject that is in some way related to iron. I'm then going to ask them to improvise a song in the reggae style about that topic. Their teammates, feel the tension, feel the tension in the room. This is going to be so upsetting for everyone. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're all going to enjoy ourselves, guys. As I said at the last reggae night I hosted. Um, I mean, the thing is, you won't be able to do the accent, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Oh, I do reggae, I do reggae. Now, the teammate has to guess what they'd be vibing about. Now, obviously, there's going to be one point for a correct answer, but I'm mainly awarding points for whichever Rasta man be jamming the most diary here. So, producer Ben, who was, by the way, this is genuinely true, producer Ben was, in fact, a reggae DJ. Um, what was your name, by the way? Uh, DJ Bucketlouse. DJ Bucketlouse. Amazing. Big up, DJ Bucketlouse. Amazing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he'll be providing the reggae backup. Ben, uh, Clark, you are up first. Milton, you're guessing, but if you get it early, just give Clark a bit of a chance to sing it. Go with the flow. So the music begins any second now, and Ben, off you go. Oh, God. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, I'm very sorry in advance. It is a drink they drink. It is the color of sand. It comes from a land up north. Oh yes, a place called Scotland. It is a very tasty drink. I drink quite a lot. But I'm trying to cut down because my New Year's Eve resolution was not to drink soft drinks. Oh! <laughs> yes. For shine. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> it's good. Yes. Um, is it Iron Brew? It is, in fact, Iron Brew! Uh, and I think there was one and a half rhymes in there. Oh, no, More than fair. I'm going to give you one and a half points uh, there, Thank and of course, you. Milton, one point there. So it's two and a half points to Ben and Milton. <laughs> over, to, uh, over to Natasha now. Tom, you're guessing. Off you go. Is it bums? Are you rapping about bums? <laughs> Is it the scat man? <laughs> she was the iron lady, she made everyone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. She took the milk from the children. She really didn't make them happy. All the men were screaming out in the streets, give us our work back, Maggie. <laughs> By the way, keep going because I'm enjoying this so much. She was the iron lady. She made me crazy. Yo. She worked really hard. I kind of respect her. Oh, my God. No one expected that. I love it. Seems fair. It's amazing how reggae coaxes out the truth, isn't it? <laughs> Tash, give us one, one more round. Um, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm from North Finchley. I think that's where she was, the main prime minister. No, because it was her constituency and I loved the way she used to look at me. <laughs> oh my God! Perfect. Fantastic work from Natasha Dimitri. So, Tom, can you work out which Maggie was also known as the Iron Lady? Is it Dennis Thatcher? It was! Oh, so close! So 
I'll give you half a point. Yeah, it was of course Margaret Thatcher. But I'm yes. going to give good. Tash five points there. Yeah. That was amazing. Six points to Tash and Tom. How good did the word constituency sound in a reggae song? There's as not well. enough songs about constituencies. That's true. Okay, let's throw it over to Milton. Ben, you're guessing, and Milton, as soon as the music starts, you may also start. Is in fine fetter. This is the name of some heavy metal. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. <laughs> that didn't really scan. <laughs> it is the name of his band. <clears throat> oh. Get down, man. To Brixton Town. Quickly. <laughs> Imagine there's no heaven. Sure feels like hell this anyway. <laughs> this is gonna be panned. It is the name of Ozzy Osbourne's band. Um, Clark, have you got any ideas? Can, oh, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. can we just tell you now, it's not the name of Ozzy Osbourne's band. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, I, I reckon I, I know what it, it is. Was, it, was, it was Paul Diano or Bruce Dickinson, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Okay, so I think it Crosby. Can, oh, I think you'll find it's actually Bruce Dickinson. Can I get two points if I guess who he was singing about and also. Yeah, what go the band on. I'll give, you, I'll give you an extra so point. I think he was singing about Black Sabbath. He was, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the actual band is Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden is the name of the band. So. Here on Flat Sabbath, let's give two points for an incorrect answer. So. <laughs> I'm going to give an extra point because we enjoyed the uncomfortableness of that so much. Um, so it's three points there to Milton and to Ben. We're going to throw it over to Tom. Now, Tom, you're closing it up for us. Close up strong. Strong. <clears throat> All right. Bucket Louse in the house. Give it up for my main man, Bucket Louse. Make him feel it like a mouse. Stop. Stop. I'm feeling mean, so we're going to have to eat my green. Oh, 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 me, oh, my. I'm kicking with my man, he is Popeye. Oh, yes, I'm feeling strong. I'll blanch this with some garlic belong and eat it with the juice. Oh, my God, bucket loose is leaving my house because I made him some juice. Bucket loose is leaving my house because I gave him some juice and put it in my blender. He's tender, be on the telly. I ate this, now my poop is smelly. Oh boy, Popeye over there. Stick it in your pipe, olive oil, don't care. I know you don't like oil, but I still reference it. It's the end, please all go with it. Bucket louse, give me a spin. Everybody know what I'm talking about in it. <laughs> that was I find my genre. Absolutely wonderful, Tom. You have found your genre. I find my genre. Tash, what do you think he was surviving about? Spinach. It was spinach! Oh, it's a spinach, of course! Oh, ma, ma, ma. So, uh, I'm going to give, well, I think for, for Tom, I'm going to give you the full five points. That was a phenomenal. Oh. And of course, a point to Tash for getting it right. So, six points to Tom and Tash. Yeah. Right. 
Oh my god, DJ Bucket. How loud is Tash's claps? That loud? Wow, it's blown out the speakers. It's made DJ Bucket House go cross-eyed. So Bucket House, what are the, what are the scores? Ben Milton have five and a half. Tom and Tash have 12. 12! Oh! Well, like an iron, let's steam on to round two. It's Flat Games! Games! Let's play together. Games! Let's play forever. Roll the dice, spin that thing. Put that there. Do as you're told. Games! If you lose, you get nothing. Games! If you win, you get gold. friends is the sound of a cultural phenomenon sweeping the room <laughs> so yes it is yes. flat games and this week we are playing our version of cluedo and it's called i'm sorry i haven't a cluedo and here's how we play player one has committed a murder player two is the police officer trying to extract a confession from them unfortunately the murderer doesn't have a clue who they murdered where they murdered them or with what okay so only the police officer knows exactly what happened. And so in their questioning, they have to give their teammate clues to the crime. It's basically what happened in Making a Murderer. Um, or as I'm calling it, a murder in unsuccessful. So uh, now like the game Cluedo, uh, we're looking for the victim's name, the murder weapon and the location. So we're gonna start with Ben and- Are they a colour? Uh, let's not get uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't racially profile Tom. I don't racially profile. Um, so, I mean, if you hadn't heard this before you came, you'd be like, what is this podcast about? What is oh, this shit. weird rally we're having at the moment? Yeah. That was a Cluedo reference, not a... Oh, I so, see. Are they like Professor Plum? Yeah, or yeah, they're, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're celebrity names. We've gone for celebrity names right, this time round. Sorry. Okay, yeah. That's... That must have sounded very bad. Oh, it did it. sound bad. So we're going to start with Ben and Milton. Uh, Milton, you're the murderer. For Ben, the audience here, and you listening at home, but not for Milton, this is what the Dirty Rotter done. Milton murdered Philip Schofield with a pot noodle in a bouncy castle. Yeah? Have you got it, Ben? Yeah. Begin your cross-examination of Milton Jones now. First of all, why did you do that? What a weird thing to do, buddy. Okay. So... That's right, don't let him get a word in edgeways. <laughs> don't let him incriminate himself, Clarky. Good call. So, you murdered someone. I believe it was this morning. Yes. I wanted to get it done before the afternoon. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> you silvered-haired fox, you. Yeah. Oh, no, not you. <laughs> Who you murdered. I hate albino um, foxes. <laughs> you did it, I believe. And it took... Forever? <laughs> it took about a minute uh, standing time once you uh, put the lid back over the top. Yes. <laughs> Garnished with a sachet of soy sauce. Or tomato ketchup, you monster. Well, I always pay attention to my sources. <laughs> Am I right in thinking? Are you right, Clarky? <laughs> it's a good question. We're all asking it. There, there he, he was, lying. Have you done this bloated? <laughs> bloated, eh? Yes, that's how I liked him. <laughs> Full of air. 
Exactly oh. that. Yes, yes. Full of air. Full of air. On a bed of air. Is it a bouncy, <laughs> bouncy thing? Yes, maybe. Ah. Maybe, I mean, you tell me. You did it. <laughs> Do you think you're ready to confess? Yeah, um... <laughs> <laughs> this morning. Yes, it was this morning. You noodled. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't use that word, can I? <laughs> I'm going to allow it. Uh, Milton, have you got any idea who it was that you murdered Uncle with what? Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> any idea where you murdered that person? Was it on a bouncy castle? It was on a bouncy castle. That is one point. <laughs> any um, idea what with? Some kind of chopstick. Oh, it's getting very close. I'm going to throw it over to the other team. We put it to you, Milton Jones, that you killed Philip Schofield with a pot noodle on a bouncy castle. Oh! That's two points to Tom and Tash and one point to Milton and Ben. Excellent work there. Excellent work. Hopeless place. We found love in hopeless place. Gorgeous bit of singing there. singing on my own. Now, Tom, Tom, you are cross-examining Natasha. Yes. Um, for the audience and for the listener at home, here is the horrible crime. Natasha murdered Dame Judy Dench with a wheelie bin in Specsavers. <laughs> Off you go. Well, you scumbag. Mm. Look at you sitting there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, you feel good about it, don't you? Oh, yeah. Dest- <laughs> destroying a national treasure. Does it feel good, does it? Yeah. They say M's for murder. Well, I bet Bond would have a, a thing or two to say about that. Honestly, it's a crying dame. I mean, shame. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I dared. Yeah. But I did it. Was it... Did you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. M for murder, Bond would say. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 you scum. I love to murder me. Oh, you do, yeah. do you, you piece of shit? Yeah, a piece of shit, yeah. Would you like a coffee? I'm good cop, bad cop in you, bitch! <laughs> anyway, that's the first line of questioning out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do you feel you. good about that, do you, bitch? Oh, yeah, I love it. Do it for the thrill. No. <laughs> no. This is becoming very uncomfortable. This is... I need to talk about where you killed her. Yeah, where yeah. you killed her. Yeah, but I need to know about your locations first. Where'd you been? And don't lie to me! Tell me where you'd really been. You are skirting dangerously close to, uh... Yeah. For this to be inadmissible. Yeah. I know what you were thinking, because if it was a Thursday, the evidence would have been taken away. <laughs> yeah? You like yeah, that? Yeah, I just hate Mondays. That's when I do my killing. You bob girled off or some shit. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that's not the game. That'll confuse him, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then I guess the final thing would be, well, Well. I can't tell. I guess I should have gone to somewhere (laughs) so I could read this properly to cross-examine you. Should have gone there. Should have gone there. (laughs) Tash, do you have any idea... Um, what crime you committed? Who you? Who I you... think I do know what crime I committed, oh, Matthew. Right. Well, that's fantastic. Want to tell us? Um, I had to kill Judy Dench. Yes, correct. <laughs> I had to do it in a bin. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you that. Yeah, any any specific bin? A wheelie bin. Oh, that's another point there. And I, and... I just had to do it with my glasses. Ah, uh, yeah. What what location? 
The bin? <laughs> you killed her with a bin in what location? Oh, I killed her with a bin. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 Any idea where it was? It has to do with glasses. Um, I'd have seen that too if I, I should have gone to the bloody I place. Should, I should have done it underneath a table so no one could see, but instead I did it in Specsavers. Oh! oh. I'm going to give you the two and a half points, I think, for that, because I gave you a bit of an assist, but two and a half points to Tom and Tash. Okay, Milton. Now, Milton, you're cross-examining Ben. <clears throat> and for the, uh, for the audience uh, listening at home, and of course for the audience here, but not for Ben, <laughs> here's what happened. Ben murdered J.K. Rowling with an oboe inside a Renault Clio. So, monsieur, <laughs> seems oh. you are the author of your own fate. May we? <laughs> we may. <laughs> Fucking hell. You struggled so much in English and you're trying to do the whole scene in French. I, oh uh, my God. I think we'd love to hear it, Clarky. It is a pleasure to speak to a fellow Belgian at last. <laughs> <laughs> May I call you just by your initials? I will bring you to book. Uh. <laughs> si, senor. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It's an author. <laughs> Up to that point, we were just pottering about. <laughs> now, what instrument did you use for the killing? And was it a deadly blow? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, no! No. Or something like that. Also, was there a getaway vehicle? Yes, there was. I'm telling you, there was. <laughs> We have found it. It's the same reggae voice. <laughs> anyway, a small car of some kind was your getaway vehicle. I have a feeling you've committed it inside as well. Papa. Ben, have you got any idea? Well, I believe it was uh, J.K. Rowling. It was J.K. Rowling, yes. And uh, the murder weapon? A trumpet? Oh, no, I'm afraid not. Uh, any idea of the location? A Renault Clio. It was a Renault Clio, yes. Yes. Uh, any idea, guys, what the, uh, the instrument was? We were drawing penises. Okay, fair enough. Cool. <laughs> Clarinet? Oh, very close. It was, in fact, an oboe. Okay, so, so Tash, you're interrogating Tom. And, Tom, you don't know what the, uh, the murder is, but for the audience here... Well, I do know, because I did it, didn't I? Who, who are you doing? Character guys. Danny Dyer. So for the audience at home, here's what Tom did. Tom murdered Ed Sheeran with a piece of burnt toast in the International Space Station. Okay, off you go. Hello, I am Mara Motswe from the number one ladies detective agency. Oh my God. Oh no. Is it too offensive? Well, you've said it now, haven't well, you, Dash? Yeah, so said it now. Stick with it. Why did you murder this man? He has done so much for all of our iPods. <laughs> all of your iPods? He has just made a wonderful song with Justin Bieber, and I love to listen to it while I am driving down the road to my agency, the number one ladies' detective agency. Yeah. I feel like the number one ladies' detective agency yeah. might be a bum steer. Yeah, it's a bum steer. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go with it's fine. Yeah, how could you do... I mean... Of all the people he's... <laughs> Who are you? I'm her assistant. I'm an intern from London. Um... Oh, how are you finding it over here? <laughs> where, where are you from? mosquitoes and everything. Oh, I'm London, but I've been here for a while. You I came are, over for the you... golf, stayed for the murdering. <laughs> so, uh, 
we are in Botswana, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, 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 we're in Botswana. Botswana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Living the life. Tom! Yes! He's such a good, he's such a good guy. He's friends with everyone in the music industry. Oh, I need more than that, though, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't listen to any hair of that like shit. F- hair like fire. Oh yeah. Face like lovely. Face oh. like lovely. Wow. Um, if this is a modern music reference, you're in trouble, darling. <laughs> I tell you that for nothing. Um, I've been in Botswana, haven't I, for years? <laughs> Can't get the radio. Not, there are not... radios in Botswana. Ah, sorry, love. Sorry, love. Sorry for being a bit. Judgmental um, there. His, Thriving um, economy. It's why I came. And I mean, to do it with this, this yeah. is just like the uh, quintessential British breakfast or yeah. the world breakfast. Lovely. Yeah. It goes so well with honey and butter. Oh, yeah. But Okay. It, but I mean, <laughs> this is all I had in my... Can I just stop the game for a second? You're basically just describing the things to it. (laughs) Uh, Could you sort of phrase them as questions at least? (laughs) To sort of pay lip service to the rules. We do it differently over here. We do it differently here, mate. Different rules. Oh, you're a rule breaker. I knew that. We knew that when we booked you, of course, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so, I mean... And, like, what were you doing in such an important place? Um, This is how we play. <laughs> less, less funny. Less fun. It's less fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But it's more rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Welcome to the show. What were you? This place. Yeah, just to come out and ask me about it. This place, I can't tell you where it is. I don't know where it is, but right. I think it's in. Well, what were you doing in America? In this place. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll give you a clue where it is. It's the middle word. <laughs> Oh, what were you doing up there? Jeez, how did you get up there? I mean, I respect you for being so, like, adventurous, but to take such a sweet, dedicated-to-music guy and do this to him in a place so far, far away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And with such beautiful view, how did you even get a purchase to do it? Because you would have been, like, floating around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Floating around. Yeah. I mean, your, your face doesn't say, oh, yeah. Your mouth just said it. <laughs> okay. But your face doesn't say, oh, yeah. Well, look, I'll, I'll go confess. On, go on, confess, confess up, confess up. I killed Ed Sheeran. Yeah! With a crumpet. Oh, toast, with some toast. It was a piece of burnt toast. Piece yeah, of yeah, toast. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a quarter of a point for that. Yeah, I did it in the... F- Space Centre? Yeah! In the Space Centre! The International Space Station! International Space Station. Well, you were, Tom? Crumpet. You were absolutely right. We did not need to do that four times over. (laughs) I mean, what a horrible crime against comedy. (laughs) Um, But that's not the end of our legal battles. There's still Beef Brothers! Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, Beef. maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers, something like a beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share-based beef. And this one comes from Jim, who is in our audience. Jim, are you there? Hello. Hello, Jim. Or James. Prefer James? I uh, prefer Jim. He's you know, no, he's he's Jim, Jim no, Jim. No further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> Do not over-formalise this. Okay. So, Jim writes... I have to live with someone who approaches every little philosophical thought or controversial idea as if he is Plato or Nietzsche. 
Can I move in with you? <laughs> His insights are not insightful at all. Uh, he's put insightful with an exclamation mark at the end of that and at all with an exclamation mark at the, at the end of that. So you really don't like this guy. Is he here tonight? Thankfully not. No, Otherwise he's not. I would okay. not be brave enough to do this. So I like the idea that you've got sort of philosophical <laughs> debates going on in your house. Uh, what kind of debates are we talking about here? Uh, this week we've had the novel idea that maybe it's harder being rich. That's wow! So who came up with this? Was it you, Jim, or was it, it was him? No, no, this guy called Jasper, which may give you some Jasper! clues. Jasper! <laughs> oh my god! So Jasper. So Jasper's. <laughs> <laughs> so Jasper's rich, and he thinks it's harder being rich than it is being anything else. Uh, yeah, but it's... Well, no, that's a philosophical element, isn't it? Am I on Jasper's side? You're on Jim's side. Ah, oh, Jasper, you Tory bastard. <laughs> Uh, so, Tom and Natasha, you are, are on Jim's side. Ben and Milton, you're on the side of Jasper. But before we begin, let's have a cross-examination. Any questions anyone would like to ask of Jim? So, let's get this straight, Jim, right? So, normal, everyday problems in the house, he will over-philosophise. No, it's more that we have conversations about, like, normal topics or right. politics or that sort of stuff. And when he thinks of something that seems really new, he's like, wow! Unfortunately, it's like stuff that was thought of... 20, 30, 100 years ago, he kind of thinks it's his idea and he's so amazing that right. he's come up with I really it. don't appreciate you talking about my dad like this. <laughs> uh, Milton, uh, Ben, do you have any questions for, for Jim? Did he go to public school? I don't know. I haven't dared ask. He pretty well did. <laughs> we are on his side. <laughs> Which is a great... Did he go to private school? Bloody, bloody well did. <laughs> has this toff got a real job? Hey! Sit at home all day on his father's yeah. money thinking about pointless shit. All right, he's not Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> he sounds like Scrooge McDuck. Is he Scrooge McDuck? Scrooge is this McDuck. Jasper Scrooge McDuck? Does anyone know who Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck is? <laughs> Listen, can we please let Jim get a word in edgeways? You're really Scrooge haranguing McDuck. him with this Scrooge McDuck, McDuck line. Scrooge McDuck, yeah, you have to say Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. Uh, Scrooge McDuck? No, uh, so no. no. Does he clean the toilet what's with what's toilet duck? Or is he Scrooge McDuck? What's his job? Does he have a job? Yeah. Uh, so we both work in health. So we're supposed to be kind of helping people, but he maybe comes across as, okay. I guess, not necessarily thinking of the person what does in he do in, What does he do in health? Uh, we uh, both work in mental health. Okay. okay. And he's philosoph- Funny stuff. Funny stuff. <laughs> We've got Funny. lots of good stuff on mental health. Yeah. I'll tell you who suffered with mental health. Um, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. He, he just that's why he dived in. into that... Into that big vat of coins. <laughs> I know, that's how he died. You can't dive into coins, mate. You. You're going to break Scrooge. your beak off. His, for, beak, his beak snapped off and they found it. Awful, he bled to oh, death in his coins. Yeah. His nephews found him. Um, it was yeah. awful. <laughs> Anyway, Twas- let's get back to this Jasper cup. <laughs> yeah. great- What's the worst philosophical chat you've had with him? You want to go to bed. I don't want to put words into your mouth. Wait, you hang want on a to sec. go to bed. With him? With Jasper. Yeah. He's a good looking man. <laughs> You're just trying to kiss him and he wants to talk, right? <laughs> We've all been and there with Jasper. Enough of the yapping, Jasper. Put out already. Um, go on, what's the, what's the worst philosophical uh, debate you've had with him, apart from the being rich thing? Uh, probably that trying to, you know, help people with, like, parenting and caring for their children, maybe that could cause a lot of problems by shutting down innovation. Wow, so it could stifle creativity if we raise our children better. Yeah. I like this guy, he thinks outside the box. <laughs> He's got a lot to share. He reminds um, me of a young Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Scrooge. It's been a terrible year. A terrible year. 
Are there just the Barry, two of you Wogan, in the flat? Rickman, McDuck. Good question. Are there more than two people in the flat? Uh, yeah, and all of the other flatmates are kind of with me, you know, generally kind of left, liberal, and so if we have an opinion, we're less kind of forthright about it. All of you against it. him. Yeah. You are the 99%. Yes. <laughs> There's a hundred of you! <laughs> it's, it's very crowded. Is he quite a rich dude? He looks that way. I don't know actually whether he's got what, is, what, is that, he's what got, does that mean? He's, he's, got, got, the, he's got a beak. He's got the class. <laughs> I believe it's called a bill. Um, can I just find a question? Does he think therefore he is? <laughs> it may well be that he's completely a figment of my imagination. <laughs> um, well, hopefully that is enough information for our team to make their cases. Natasha, you're up first. Oh, I am. Without um, further ado, I'm going to call upon Natasha Dimitri. Now, remember, you're, you're on Jim's team. Remember that? Well, I am, yeah. Uh, so, to begin the case for the prosecution, your minute begins now. So, I think Jasper needs to go to jail because <laughs> he... What is he doing with all that money? Give me some. <laughs> I mean, um, it's a bold argument, yeah. <laughs> I think he should uh, move out and be a good guy. Be yep. self-aware. It's not hard to sense that Jim's upset. His hair goes straight when he's upset. Yeah. So lovely and curly when he's not. It's beautiful, isn't it? Um, the truth is I didn't fully understand what we were doing here. <laughs> Uh, it's a podcast, yeah. so it's kind of... Right, yeah. Well, um, it's, it's all right, your minute is up, but a wonderful case made. Natasha, meet you, everyone. Wonderful case opened the prosecution uh, to open the defence, and there really is everything to play for. Um, Milton, your minute begins now. I think the truth is that he's so thoughtful because you're so thoughtless. Ooh. And you probably don't do your chores around the flat, and maybe even he's not a flatmate, that you're his clients. <laughs> and that you all think you work in mental health. <laughs> he's gone Shutter Island on you. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <clears throat> and the flat is actually 2B. He could wander around saying, is this really the right number? <laughs> or not. <laughs> I think we can see where I'm going with this. <laughs> that is your, that's your minute, I'm afraid. Yep. Uh, there we go, Milton Jones. A very compelling case. Uh, so, Jim, how do you think it's going so far? Well, I thought Natasha had some really good real suggestions, but now I'm really worried that things could not be as they seem. As my client, I need you to have more confidence in your own <laughs> Uh, so, the second prosecution, obviously, is Tom. Now, Tom, are you, yes. you going to do it as yourself? No, I'm going to be doing it in the character of a Southern defence lawyer um, from a John Grisham novel. A John Grisham novel? Yes, okay. uh, Mr Fanshawe Standen. Mr Fanshawe Standen, yeah. presiding and indeed providing your minute, should you need it, begins right about now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> I've been set there today much like you folks, getting confused by all them there big words that have been banded around. <laughs> Hell, we're small town folk round here. We don't respond to dim dare calls of that there philosophy. <laughs> I see Dave over there, he don't know no philosophy. We small town folk. Dave Day hit a pole with a hammer. <laughs> Don't need to think about it. Is that a Polish person? Yeah, coming round here taking our jobs. 
Hell, we small town folk. I got another word for that dear philosophy. Thought. Mm. Oh yeah. We don't like too kindly to go for that dear thought now, do we? Hell, where does it end you? Tell you a little story. Five years ago, walking down the road, started looking at the sky. What's beyond that there sky now, there, Fanshawe? Hell, what if there's nothing behind that there sky? Three days later, pants and socks. Brothel out of town. Daughter comes a-knocking. Come home, daddy. That there beware that there dim thought gets you now. Listen to the preacher, let's not think too much. See you in church on Sunday. No more questions, yo. Oh, it's Fanshaw standing there. It's compelling. Com a compelling case, a compelling. a compelling case. Even his opposite number has to admit that. Yeah. And you are indeed that opposite number, Clarky. Uh, uh -oh. Watch out, mate. So your minutes to conclude the case for the defence, and remember, you're on Jasper's side, you're against Jim. The time begins now. Well, here's the thing, Jimbo. Plato. Overruled. Nietzsche. We can all make up words. <laughs> but what we're really dealing with here is a dude, Jasper, who is giving you a counterpoint for your life. Without him, what have you got to battle against? What I'm trying to tell you is the world, all of us, need cunts. <laughs> it's important it gives us meaning if Jasper wasn't there what the fuck are we going to be doing with our lives who else is wrong we are five seconds he's laying down his life for your sins oh he was doing oh. so well <laughs> I mean let's that was an incredible argument and it also explains Jasper Christ superstar yes <laughs> Well, it also explains the friendship between myself, Ben and Tom, doesn't it? The world <laughs> does need cunts. Now, we are our own counterpoints. Well, that was pretty compelling stuff there from Clarky. Uh, sadly, I am unable to make the decision myself as I'm clearly biased against both teams. Instead, <laughs> instead our Phoenix audience is going to fulfil that role. So if you think Fanshawe and Natasha, and therefore Jim, is in the right, I'd like you to applaud now. Oh dear. I mean, we agree. We, we just had a chat about yeah. it and we were like, Jasper sounds like a ledge. Yeah. yeah. And also they nailed it. Yeah, absolutely nailed it. By the way, not bothered about you, but can we hang out with Jasper? <laughs> That'd be all right. So if you think Ben and Milton made the best case, applaud now. Yeah. Well, rather than strike while the iron's hot, let's allow it to cool down over the course of a very long jingle. It's nearly time for the quickfire round, but uh, let's hear the jingle first. Here we go. This is the quickfire round. It's the round that goes really quickly. And we're here right now to tell you how you can make your own quick fire round. You can do it in 
Questions on the boil. Simmer those questions and season with spices and sage. <laughs> Then flambe those questions in the oven, but do it really quickly. Put it on a high Add lemon juice quickly. Chop the onions <laughs> into question mark shapes and put them on a plate and with and garnish with some puns. Then light the candles, put it all on a plate and have yourself a quick fire round. Invite all your friends round and have yourself a nice quick fire round. There we go. And of course, in this quick fire round, all of the questions will be iron based. Now, instead of uh, buzzers, what we're going to do is, if you think you have the right answer, shout out your first name. So, Tom and Natasha, let's hear that. Uh, Ooh. Okay. Close enough. What do you mean the quick fire's soggy? I tried my best. Why don't you make it next time? Do you know what? You've got a real nerve. It took me all afternoon to make this quick fire round. I've invited you round and lit a candle. So you, you know what? You can take that quick fire that I've baked you. And you can stick it in the recycling. Yes, that's right, it's made of cardboard. I'm never making you a quick fire round ever again. Wow. Oh, wow. What a journey. So, so, does this mean you're never going to do a quick fire round jingle ever again? Yes. Is that true? Yes. I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> I feel trapped in a cycle of making those fucking jingles. Yeah, but for about buddy, six years now. Think of the money, mate. No. <laughs> okay, of course, in this... In this quick fire round, all questions will be iron-based. Uh, instead of buzzers, if you think you have the right answer, shout out your first name. Tom and Natasha, let's hear that now. Tom and Natasha. Tom and Natasha. You're gonna go, okay, fair enough. Tom ben and, and Milton, off you go. Ben. See, I think they might have the edge on you yeah, there, guys. Sorry, sorry, right. So quick. Uh, all right, off we go. First question. Which C.S. Lewis book was all about... Ty and, ty, ty, Tom and Natasha. Tom and Natasha. <laughs> the Eye and the Witch and the Wardrobe. The Eye and the Witch and the Wardrobe. Oh. What did the vigilant man holding a horseshoe say? <laughs> Iron. 
Oh, it's so close. It's actually, I've got my iron you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but I hate you for it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, why did Iron Man have trouble breathing? Because he was a best. <laughs> no, Clarky, you've had too much to drink. Come on, mate. Tom and, Tom and Natasha. Tom and Natasha. He's doing the ironing too much. That's it. That's the correct answer. He's doing the ironing too much. No, he's, he's got an iron lung. Um, why did it take Iron Man ages to look out the window in the mornings? Tom and Natasha. Yes. Go on, Tash. Um, the ironing board was in the way. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. He left of, it there the night before. It's made of iron and it's very difficult to get out of bed. No, he had iron curtains. What do you... Oh yeah, God. I mean, there's only three more pages, so we're going to be... We're going to be fine, guys. We're okay. going to be fine. Just if you've got a friend, just pop your arm around them. Um, what do you call a pizza with ham and pineapple that's been flattened? Oh, Tom Hawaiian! Hawaiian. Oh. Hawaiian. Hawaiian, yes. <laughs> What star of the movie Drive flattened himself with a steam pressing device? Oh, Tom and Natasha. Yes, Tom. Iron Gosling. It is Iron Gosling, yes. Which member of E17 flattened himself with a steam pressing device after eating two Jones. potatoes? Jones. Uh, Milton Jones. Brian... Iron, sorry. Iron... Iron one. Brian Harvey. It was oh. Iron Harvey. I'm going to give no one any points for that. <laughs> which, which 1992 film about the IRA had a surprise twist when the steam pressing device turned out to have a penis. So finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Tom oh, and Natasha. You half a point, Tom. The Cryon Game. Cryon Game, exactly. Which loud English actor and star of Flash Gordon flattened himself with a steam pressing device? Tom and Natasha. Tom and Natasha, yes. Brian Blessed. It was Brian Blessed, yeah. What do you call it when someone puts his steam pressing devices in order in a cabinet? Iron or Blair. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? It's not the answer. It's good, though. But it's such a good answer that I'm going to give you three points. <laughs> it seems only fair. Which star of... Tom and Natasha. Okay, the Mayan calendar. <laughs> Wrote it, took it out, mate. Can you believe it? Three points. <laughs> what do you call it when someone puts his... Milton. Yes. Iron or Richie. <laughs> I'm going to give you two points because it's basically the same yeah, as Idol Blair. But I loved it. Um, okay, I'm just going to say question now and you just throw out an answer. Ben! Yes. The Idol Countdown. Oh! This is how we play. Points. Three points to Ben. Question. Milton. Milton. Idol Tap. Oh! This is how we play. Question. I was too scared to talk to the boy because I felt too shy in. Whoa! <laughs> Minus three points. Okay. <laughs> Question. I put my shirt on and then I put my tie on. Oh, yes! I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm absolutely going to allow it. Where do birds fly in the sky on? Okay, I'm going to... Again, minus three points. Let's, uh, let's keep this rolling. Uh, question. Uh, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Again, I'm going to give you three points there. Um, I remember my favourite type of um, documentary is a fly on the wall. Oh! oh! That was the end of the quickfire round, which means we must have a winner. DJ Bucket Mouse. Yeah. Put us all out of our tremendous misery. Oh, Frankenstein. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Minus ten? My eye. <laughs> Producer Ben, a.k.a. DJ Bucket Louse. The end of the show is so tantalisingly close. Let's hear the final scores. Ben and Milton have 21. Ooh. Tom and Tash have 30 and a quarter. Oh! Oh my God! 
So Ben and Milton have to get out the iron. <laughs> While Tom and Tash get to see seminal psychedelic heavy rock band from... Uh, what's that? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Thanks to our guests, Milton Jones and Natasha Dimitri. We've been Pappy. See you next time on... Flatshare Slamdown! Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown is back in the Clock and Tom Payne's special guest, Natasha Dimitri and Milton Jones. It was devised by Pappy's producer, Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording to the good people of the Phoenix in London, to Orange Park and the British Comedy Guide, and to Imogen Semper for helping out. Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown is a fun production for the British Comedy Guide on the internet. Cheers, everyone! Bye! Bye.